Welcome to Woke and Wired, a new conversation about expanded consciousness and entrepreneurship. We are here to shift the paradigm of business and marketing and social media in this digital age of infinite possibility and bridge our inner technology, our intuition with outer technology through rituals, personal development tools, conscious business practices, spiritual tools, and the magical tool of social media. I am your host, Xenia, storyteller, conscious social media teacher, speaker, and a multidimensional traveler. Welcome to the new paradigm. Today, my guest is Natalie Miles, a channeler for the collective psychic medium writer, speaker, and host of the top spiritual podcast on iTunes, So You Think You're Intuitive. Natalie was my guest on episode 43, Trust Your Intuition, which is one of the most loved episodes and downloaded episodes of all time. Natalie's mission is to make intuition accessible and be the door opener for others to connect to their intuition. She breaks down the old stories, fears, and judgments of connecting to your intuition. And in this episode, we break down what intuition is, how to read the signs that are constantly present and guiding us, how to not be boxed in by what we have created ourselves to be and what others know us to be based on our work and what we have put out there into the world on social media, through books, and beyond. We talk about recalibration, identity shifts, having the courage to take time to integrate shifts on our path. We talk about finding ways to creatively express yourself on social media in new ways, and about bringing the element of play through it all on your path. This is not one of those episodes where We just bang out tips and tricks and hacks and give you practical advice. But instead, this is a glimpse into that space in between, a glimpse into behind the scenes of the process, which I think is not shown enough in the entrepreneurial world on the social media highlight reels. So Natalie, I'm so grateful for your generous and vulnerable sharing. And to you listeners, I hope this offers you some spaciousness and ease in accepting where you are, honoring it, and taking the pause to really acknowledge how far you've come. If you're moved by any part of the conversation, please leave a rating and a review on iTunes and share your takeaways with us. I am Natalie Miles and Woke and Wired. Natalie, welcome back to Woken Wired. As you just noted, we only speak during Mercury Retrograde. What do you think is up with that? I think it's hilarious. I was like, so interesting. Ksenia, I always chat with her when, yeah, it's Mercury Retrograde or like I'm shifting and evolving. I was like, it's really fascinating that we always seem to talk around these times. But yeah, hey, it's, um, I think... We can have those like certain friends and those certain things that we only connect with at certain different times. It's like I have this friend who always appears in my life when I'm about to to move. And it's fascinating. She's always she only appears when I'm about to move house or it involves moving and it's wild. And so yeah, like I I've left Vancouver and I'm somewhere else and on the way there. 
I bumped I was she popped into my sphere and I like um I was thinking about and then I was driving and I saw this car with this like trailer and I was like oh that's a really cool trailer and then I was like oh I'm being told I need to get gas here and get petrol here so I went off the service station and as I pulled into the gas station and um I start you know she pulled in behind me she pulled in behind me with the car with the trailer that I was like oh that's a nice trailer and it was her and she was behind me as I was going to look at this new house so I was like this is freaking wild that is crazy so when things like that happen to you Natalie how do you read those signs how do you interpret them and apply them into your life yeah so when that happens to me I'm always like I'm on the right path I'm on the right track it's just you can't have those divine synchronicitous moments it's just like oh for me it's like oh yeah we're part of the matrix and of of course Emily showed up when I'm off driving to see this new house if I didn't need a confirmation of was this the right journey like yeah she since I moved to Canada she's someone that has you know finding new buildings finding new apartments in Vancouver she's always had a part to play so the fact that she physically showed up in the middle of nowhere in can literally uh, in the middle of nowhere in Canada of a service station it was like okay I'm listening thank you and that's what I that's what I take from it I'm so with you for me those signs are usually a moment when I feel such profound aliveness in my body and in my spirit. And I think the more I drop into the present moment when that happens, the more portals for even more guidance open. Is that your experience? Yeah, it's, it is a deep remembrance. I find it has this like deep remembrance energy of when those signs and messages appear where it feels like we drop it it's like we know something that there's it's bigger than us but it's also that it is us and is in us so it's this kind of macro and micro energy together in one and yeah when we have those moments yeah it lights up the whole body I um even last week I was chatting with a friend and yeah just making some really interesting shifts right now and it's still all formulating and just getting clarity and just this message of like, get back to basics, get back to basics and strip everything back, like get back to basics. And we were chatting through that as a concept. And I was sat, it's pitch black. And I, one of my main signs is an owl. I've only ever seen an owl once in real life before in a tree. And so I'm sat in my house and I out of the corner of my eye, I see this corner of this wing as I'm talking to my friend and, you know, and I was like, oh, what's that? And I look, I step up and I look closer and this owl has appeared on the balcony of this house that I'm currently staying in, you know, and it looked at me, it looked at me straight in the eyes, this massive owl and flew off. And I was like, whoa, like if that isn't a confirmation, I don't know what is. And it was, yeah, such a magical moment of seeing, you know, it's it's not the normal place where an owl to come and sit and perch. So I was like, okay, I'm listening. Oof, it's bringing me right back to a moment this past summer where Eric and I were out in our backyard and we hear owls at night 
but you never see owls. They're like coyotes. You hear them, you know they're there, but you are not supposed to see them because they're night creatures and they don't like to be seen. And we are just hanging out in the backyard and I see a bird approaching us and I look up as it flies right above our heads and it was an owl with its cute round face and its majestic wisdom. And it's one of my favorite animals too that I very much relate to and see as a sign. That was one of the most cool moments in my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. It's magical. It's so insane when we have those moments and yeah, that deep remembrance and to have that owl appear in that moment when, yeah, I was kind of questioning and not trusting and questioning lots of different things to have that owl appear in that moment was like, oh yeah, this makes sense. You know, it's interesting with our evolutions, it seems that there's always more and sometimes we forget to trust, but looking back, it all makes sense and it all falls into place and we remember that we were guided every step of the way and even the unknowing or forgetting was part of it. So that was a long-winded way of saying two years ago or so, we released a podcast it was episode 43 on Woke and Wired, where you shared about going from the business you were into doing intuitive work, uh, entering the receiving mentality, keep trusting and believing it's all there, and receiving downloads around your business and implementing them. And since then, there are so many things that have happened in your business. You have released a book, you have changed and shifted ways that you offer your work, Take us on that journey. You know, where were you two years ago? Where are you now? What's happened in between? And what's feeling alive along the way? Yeah, wow. It's been such a journey. I, yeah, since we first started talking, wow, yeah, so much has changed. My branding shifted. So I think that was a really big thing for me. So such a visual person. And for me, the energy around visuals is just it's important. Um, I used to work in film, so it's always been something that, yeah, it's key and just getting the the energetics are are right around that. So that's been really transformative just so it, the branding felt more like me. It was all, it was before it was like purple and black and, um, and it felt a bit heavy and I was like, okay, this needs to evolve. And so the branding really shifted and evolved and felt more aligned like me and that feel felt really expansive bringing that expansive energy the book has been such a journey it has been wild again talking about talking about trusting your intuition and and following what feels good the reason I started my podcast, So You Think You're Intuitive, was because I was told that I needed to have a platform to be able to sell a book. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to share the chapters of the book through the podcast. And that's how the podcast started. And 2019, every time I would go and approach, you know, approach an agent to, uh, you know, to get it published, the door just kept being shut. It was just like, oh, this isn't working. This isn't, you know, it's not getting taken up. And I was like, okay, but I know there is something in this. And until the intuitive message and the download came just so loud and so clear of just being like, 
write the book, self-publish it, get on with this. Because if you go down the publishing route, this book's not going to come out until like the end of 2022. And this book needs to come out now. So um, stop waiting, just write the book. So I um, ended up kind of co-publishing it through the, with the Numinous, with Ruby Warrington. And she was like, you do know that you could get this book published. You know, we could do and we could pitch it. And I was like, no, I'm really keen on getting this self-published. And so that's been a real journey with that. And it's funny when people say, people warn me, they like, once you birth the book, Nat, just be prepared for all the postpartum feelings that come with that and the identity shift that come through that as well and I know that we are all in this big identity and identity shift right now anyway it's it's there in the energy of what we're all facing right now where we're all questioning how what our identities are and how we show up in all areas of our life but for me having that post book as well has been really fascinating and I'm still processing a lot of what that looks like right now I have taken a really short break from my podcast um, because I just felt like I couldn't embody my truth and show up for people sharing things when I was like, I'm kind of recalibrating on what I want to share and how I want to show up. So yeah, it's been a real journey over the last couple of years, especially when, you know, and I don't know how you feel about this, Ksenia, is when, when you are the brand and as you evolve and you shift, that you it's like do you stay stuck or do you keep going you know do you just do what you've always done or do you evolve and shift your business um as your identity shifts and for me I'm someone that I shift all the time and that's gonna show up in my business Oof, I have some TikTok wisdom to bring in <laughs> <laughs> I saw this TikTok a few minutes before we started as I was eating my toast with egg and oyster mushrooms, that's it was this young man who is super creative and fun who had gone viral through his comedy videos, just dancing to songs and being dressed in funny ways. And he made this TikTok talking to this idea that once you go viral on TikTok, you become known for that. And to continue growing, you need to become that mold you've created and post more of that just from different angles, you know, with a different soundtrack, but the same thing over and over. And it was a joke, but it's also not really a joke because those of us who have gone viral or have become widely known for a certain thing, it does become this box that we can choose to stick to because it it shows to open doors or we have to create space outside of that for us to continue embodying our truth in the moment. And that is has definitely been a journey that feels very alive for me as well. And, you know, for me, the way it's shown up is Breakfast Criminals is actually it had his, its anniversary yesterday. I started eight years ago, the Instagram page. And for a couple of years, I just did not feel resonant with it anymore. And, you know, a few years before that, I was expanding the idea of why breakfast criminals and the morning rituals and the mindset and all of these things in the more expanded way of explaining what it is and the values definitely was resonant, but still it didn't feel like me. And it felt like me continuing to do it would 
be not channeling my creative energy properly. So at some point, I even wanted to just let go of the account because I couldn't get in touch with Instagram to get the handle changed. And you know, those who listen to this podcast, they know that when we talk about the energetics of branding, graphics, Instagram handles, all of those things carry such potent energetic frequencies when we see them and perceive them that way that they do make a huge difference when they shift. So for me, taking time off is a huge way to continue tapping into my truth. And that's what I did with Breakfast Criminals. And then one day I woke up and I realized I've been trying, trying so hard, resisting what is and trying so hard to change my handle and become this new person. What if there was just ease? And within 24 hours of discovering the easy approach, the expansive approach, I was able to get in touch with Instagram and get my handle changed very shortly. And that has led to just a lot more clarity and consistency across the board because now my TikTok account, which is my biggest platform right now, my Instagram, they are at least the same. I'm currently working on tightening it all up even more. But I totally hear what you're saying, you know, and for me, one of the reasons I love being a creator in this digital age is because if something in my truth shifts, and usually it's not, you know, the deepest truth, it's just the external expression of it. I can take it down. I can change the caption. Um, but with a book, it's not so easy. So I think that's one of the reasons why, even though I've been called to write a book too, I've been very, very hesitant to do so because I wake up and I have new things that make me feel alive every day. You know, you mentioned the igloo video on TikTok before we started recording. That's the thing that went viral in the past week and is blowing all of the platforms up. BuzzFeed is picking it up. And, you know, I could make a choice to just make my account all about igloos from now on and travel the world in search for the <laughs> igloos, my own competitions. And that's what I probably, you know, metaphorically would have done before, just molding into what I see resonating. But now I just am able to take a step back and see, okay, hold on, what's the common theme? The common theme is that me and my partner, Eric, have this love and we support and see each other and what's important to each one of us. And for him, what's important is creating and being this artistic obsessor that he is and sharing his passion with the world. And my passion is telling stories and feeling those moments of aliveness and following intuitive hits and through sharing how we do that, possibly create space for others to be more connected to their own guidance. And so now instead of creating a brand new TikTok account for just the igloo, which is what I historically have done, I'm just going to keep it there and I'm just going to keep it evolving. And even if some of the content that I put out gets very little engagement compared to millions of views on the igloo, as long as it's a true representation of what's alive and true for me, that's just what I'm going to keep doing. Yeah. And it's back into that, like, as you, you know, what is your truth and your energy in the end, when you're in your truth and your energy and your power and in your frequency, that's all that matters. And then when you're, but if you're hooked into what you think is going to bring a follower or you're hooked into what the energy of what other people want from you or other people's perception of you, like bringing it back to the guy talking about TikTok and, and comedy, and it be suddenly being like, well, no, I have to, you know, I could just keep recreating it, but then I'm just doing that because I've, everyone wants that of me versus being like, okay, well, what lights me up? What makes me feel creative? So 
and being flexible, being flexible in making those changes. And with the book, it really feels like, and I've, you know, had this chat with a couple of other people is that you get to process all of you through a book as in like all your ideas and visions and things. And it's like a, it's like a pinnacle. And then once you've done it and you've written it and you've channeled it all the way through and it's published, it's like, okay, I'm done now. Like what's the next reiteration of me? It's like, okay, what's next? What is the next reiteration of Natalie Miles? <laughs> oh yeah. There's so much coming through right now that I'm, it's still in like birthing phase. I'm like, it's been, even just in taking a couple of weeks off, I've already getting the next loads of downloads of what that looks like. But I'm, I'm like, you. it's so funny. I always talk to you when I'm like, just not quite ready to share what's coming through. But it's just, I'm, I am really creative and I want to get back into the creative stuff. I've been writing a lot of poetry and, and doing a lot more like visual things that just feel really, really important. But I'm, you know, it's back into what energetically fits and, and you know, whether it's, you know, shifting up the podcast. Um, yeah, like just it's back into the like, what's the basics? Like bringing it back as the message I got, as I talked about the owl story, it's we're being asked to really right now to streamline and bring things back to basics and work in, in more of a feminine way, I think is you know, as the book talks about, as the systems and the structures crumble, like where we're at right now, the systems and the structures of our planet are going to be crumbling over the next five to six years and on a whole new level. And we're, we're stepping into this more of the feminine and we're being asked to work that way. We're being asked to um, really look at what that feels like. So for me, you know, having a month of my whole month ahead planned out, doesn't fit it doesn't fit and I need to be working more intuitively me more intuitively and more in my feminine and more in the flow and and being like you know what running an intuitive business you know yes it needs systems and it needs structure and that's important but it doesn't need to be kind of so formulaic and with the kind of the masculine energy kind of expectations oh I'm feeling so deeply what you're talking about it's definitely a dance that I've been immersed in between, you know, very, very masculine, structured, formulaic things, and then a complete flow and a divine download dropping in and just putting it out there and trusting that the details will unfold. I'm curious, how has that shown up in your business? Because the structure of your offerings has changed quite a bit in the past couple of years. So what have been some of the top learnings with that process? Mm, yeah um uh being open that when you get an intuitive download and you action it sometimes again and this is not just about in business but I think in anything is that when we get that intuitive download we then think that it's going to be perfect or it's going to be right versus being that 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 intuitive download is part of the learning and the journey that comes from it because I think we then sometimes get when we get that intuitive download whether it's like oh, you should go on that date with that person and that date then turns into a relationship and then the relationship breaks up and you're like, damn it, why did I date that person? Like, what was the point of that? Or you, you're you launching something and it doesn't have, you know, the uptake that you think it's going to have and then you're like, 
oh, hang on a second, you gave me that as a download. What's this all about? It's you then asking, okay, well, what's the learning from this? Because I think we can get stuck on that if we get an intuitive message and, and we act on it and it's not perfect, that we then messed up, that we then didn't actually receive an intuitive message, that it wasn't our intuition guiding us. Does that make sense? Totally. For me, that it's always been like that before I even could put it into words. It's this experience of imagining that I want to create something in my life and being so driven by that dream and that vision and living it, embodying it before I have it. And then whatever alchemy needed to happen, those that's, that has happened so many times with that whatever alchemy needed to happen happens in my process of going towards it and anticipating it that by the time it's time to actually pull the trigger and step into that new vision I decide to reroute because I got what I needed Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I feel you and and being open to that adapting and you know people always say to me it's like Nat you're someone that always takes action from your intuitive messages and like you know, friends are always like, you get it and you go, you, you, you make it, you make it happen. And it's just like, that's just how, you know, I realized as I trace back where before I even identified as whatever intuitive meant was like, oh, I've always lived my life like that. If there's something that lights me up, I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to make that happen. And that's also, you know, I'm a generator, I'm a generator with a sacral authority. So if, I'm doing something that doesn't light me up, it's going to drain. It's going to have the massively opposite effect of that. It's really going to drain me. It's going to make me feel really energetically feel really heavy. So I'm also taking notice of that as well, of being like, okay, well, how does my body feel? What's showing up? And really using, using the energetic intuitive body to really listen to what it's communicating with me, you know, in my business, in my relationships, in where I live and how I communicate. Like it's really like the body, the energetic intuitive body is just communicating all the time. And when we drop into that space and we truly listen to what's coming up, it's like, oh, this is, it's suddenly like, oh, okay, well, this is obvious. And creating that space when we don't have the clarity, when we're unsure, when we're stuck, when we don't know what the direction is, it's, you know, we can get fixed on just wanting to rush onto the next thing versus being like, okay, I need time to integrate. And I, for me personally, I'm in this time of integrating, yeah, integrating the last couple of years, integrating the book, integrating all the changes and the transformations that have been happening in my work life and my personal life and and really giving myself the opportunity to have that integration. Yes. First of all, I am called to share with you this website and YouTube channel and TikTok channel called Rea Earth. It's R-E-A dot Earth. And it's meditations, affirmations, visualizations with the most stunning graphics, kind of like spoken word, but also meditation. And that's something that I heard you speak about poetry and visuals and all of a sudden it was like ping, ping, ping. (sighs) That's something I received a download earlier this year about actually last year, it was in March. I got a very clear download for me to start creating spoken word poetry. And what this person did with, with those guided meditations paired with visuals is just, I think, what the future is because we are becoming so trained to receive information from multiple dimensions at once, uh, you know, and this way it can combine 
both the visual and the words, I find that experience to just be so profoundly powerful and fitting to where we are in our digital evolution. Yeah, yeah, it's it's such an evolvement of where we're where we're at, and as you say, of what we can what we can take on. And I think it's this blend of evolution and technology, but also simplicity. I think there is this element where. And I'm just this things that I'm questioning right now is like with all the technological advancement and we we strive and we go and we go and we especially with everything that's happening right now on the planet where we're so heavily using technology, it's like, yeah, this is great, but how can we bring it back to basics? How can we get things back simple as well at the same time? Because I think we can just keep expecting more and more and even you know, that evolution is that that blend of being creative and getting and using the technology and also keeping I don't know just keeping things get in its like true essence simply you know of that form so it's yeah it's this real blend right now I think of of where we're kind of wanting things to be simple and wanting to grow with the technology that's in front of us as well. Is there anything in your experience recently with social media that particularly inspired you to start this path back to basics? Yeah, it's funny for me. I have been struggling with the notion of algorithms and reels and this like, okay, well, you got to be doing, you know, you have got to be doing it's back into the like, it feels like you should be doing that versus what inspires you to share. And so for me, I feel like I'm on this real journey of this inspiration of like, well, what do I really want to share? What does this really look like? And I first started my Instagram account and how it grew was because I was sharing daily messages. I was sharing like, this is the energy of the day, boom. And it was a minute long because that's all you could share on Instagram was minute long videos. And that was it. And that's how I started. And so for me, there's this element of, yeah, bringing that back in some form or shape and, but also yeah, with the spoken word poetry that's been coming up, but how can I be creative that feels aligned for me and I'm still allowing that to drop in? Um, I haven't got all the clarity on it, um, but I don't want to feel like I want, I don't want to feel like I have to keep sharing or I have to do that to be seen versus getting that like, oh, I'm getting the intuitive hit. Now I'm ready to share versus it being like I'm feeling like I have to be some content machine because I'm kind of I'm a bit over that to be honest so I'm really feeling this I want to work and share more intuitively of like no this is the download this is why I want to share versus feeling like oh shit I gotta create some content even if it's just like quick content I'm kind of yeah that's where I'm at with that all right now I so hear you. I think so many people feel overwhelmed because there are so many formats and tools that are popping up. And those who are not yet on TikTok probably feel like, whoa, you know, like, do I need to learn this? Yeah, I'm not. Missing out. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not. (laughs) I haven't posted. I have an account. Have I posted anything? No. And I'm still like, yeah oh it's another account and it's another energy it's another energy and um yeah so I'm kind of just being in this flow of where it wants to go but yeah nothing I haven't I haven't dropped in yet of exactly 
of what that creative in like spark is but yeah the space that wants to come through is more you know I used to work in film like visuals and words it's it's it feels important If I were to pinpoint one thing that helped me grow my business, make courageous pivots, create launch and sell offerings, dabble into public speaking and get booked for paid public speaking gigs, it would definitely be working with a mentor, both in one-on-one capacity and especially in group containers such as masterminds. In episode 138, I shared all about my top takeaways from joining masterminds and how they have completely skyrocketed my business in so many different directions. And I am so excited to share that I will be hosting my own very first mastermind starting March 20th, 2021. The 5D mastermind is an intimate, intensive four-month container where you will create the highest possible outcome for your self-expression in the world through digital strategy, intuitive business, and energetic practices. We will do it through educational and coaching sessions with myself and guest experts that I have hand curated based on who has made the biggest difference in my own life and business. There will be one-on-one consulting with me and experiences that help you create space for and integrate your expanded vision. It is 100% virtual and cacao ceremony will definitely be part of it. I will be sending you my favorite cacao for the process to playfully and gently guide you through this experience as a plant ally. I know that whoever is meant to be part of this alchemical container will find it and have the courage to sign up. The feedback that I get the most from the conscious social media program and other containers that I hold is the community and the aspect of the souls that choose to come together at that specific time with your specific intention and the way that the collective energy, the group energy of each person amplifies each other is pure magic and miracles. I'm so excited to meet those of you who will be joining. You can find all the details and apply on 5dmastermind.com. I have been going through your applications And it's going to be a really powerful group from all over the world. So if you know that you are ready for the next step in your business, whether you want to align your product suite or rebrand or pivot in a brand new direction, and you would like group and one-on-one support along the way in a sacred container where we will dive between the physical realm, the digital realm, and the unseen realm, I want you to know that it's possible. Your wildest visions are possible. It just takes focused energy, focused action, and support. Get all the details and apply on 5dmastermind.com. I don't know if I will be guiding this again in the next 12 months. So if this feels aligned in your body, and if you are in a place in your business where things are going well, but you know that there is space to expand so much further than I encourage you to apply. I remember seeing one of your first reels when you posted it of your walk in the forest and I, I noticed how many views it got so quickly and it you know on the one hand it is true when you post on reels now short form video content is the top type of content to create to reach the most people and make the most impact. But on the other hand, I don't think it can come from a place of I have to. Yes, there's definitely some discipline in learning it and showing up consistently. But 
my experience with it was actually quite miraculous. I, when I got on TikTok uh, a year and a half ago, I didn't understand anything and I gave up after two videos. I thought I was too old for the app. I didn't understand it. And then during quarantine, I repicked it up intuitively and I was just guided to post every single day for 30 days to just see what happens. I've wanted to do something like that on multiple platforms across the years, but I never really followed through, especially with YouTube. Oh my gosh, YouTube. Still haven't really mm -hmm. mastered posting consistently there. It takes me like 10 hours to edit a video. But on TikTok, I was just reposting content that I already had on my phone, whether that was just from stories or unposted. And that ended up opening up a brand new channel for creativity just by immersing myself and making mistakes and finding my community and having fun. And that creativity and that freedom of self-expression ended up spilling over into all other platforms, including Instagram, including my podcast, including the rebrand that I'm about to do, everything. So that's kind of my experience. Instead of trying to fit into a box of what people are saying we should be doing, when we really focus on finding what sparks joy and take that as the fuel to reconnect to parts of ourselves that want to be expressed in new ways, it, it is quite magical. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's that tapping back into that creative imagination. And I, I share about that in the book as well, about how imagination and our creativity is connected to our intuition. And when we allow that portal of ourselves to step into that space of imagination and space of creativity, our intuition heightens. It's part of that. It's part of how we receive the messages. And so being in that creative space you know, including how you show up on social media and what you're creating is, is, is also part of that. And like whatever creativity means for you, it's so important. It's such an important flow and an important channel. And, you know, since the book came out and that was such a creative process from, you know, its inception to the cover art to, you know, all of it, it was such a, a channeled creative expression um, last year. Yeah, that's it's it's now this kind of death and rebirth and integration and um, new identity of being like, okay, well, that was that form of that creativity and that expression, but where's the yeah, where's the where's the, what's the evolution of what that looks like? Do you feel like your book boxes what you do in? <laughs> Oh, Ksenia, I love the questions you ask because you always just hit right home and I'm just like, oh, ah, ah. it's funny because I never saw myself as an intuition teacher. My book is about, it's funny, the book, You Are Intuitive, Trust Your Truth, Take Back Your Power. And it is a guide on how you connect to your intuition and why we need it now for these times, like why you're going to need your intuition to practice discernment with everything that's happening on the planet over the next five years like it's big and I have felt like for me personally the reason I've the reason I've the reason I've stepped into this work is to channel and share the messages of what's coming up in the collective and the energy that we're facing and helping people guide through their lives it was never actually about connecting to intuition which I know sounds really weird as people will see me as oh well part of Nat's work is teaching intuition but for me, it's always been about, well, if I can if I can guide you to connect to your own truth and power, then you can 
access your intuition, which is why I've just released these doorway activations. And I've been getting this intuitive hit that it's a really big part of my work. And I'm kind of looking at what that looks like right now of shaping these the doorway activations and into my you know of how I show up online and my work but the book has made me realize even more that um my mission on this planet isn't to connect people to their intuition like solely it's about me being a guide to help others to connect them to their truth through other ways not just like here's here's your intuition and I'm going to talk about you know how to connect to your you know hearing feeling seeing and knowing gifts like that just feels like nap version 1.0 and the evolution of that just feels a lot more expansive and I'm just kind of formulating what that looks like and and stepping away from not using the word intuitive but not it being like Nat's an intuitive teacher does that make sense Oh, totally. You know, I spent so much time thinking exactly about this and and noticing how this spirit of creativity and self-expression works. And because what are the right words for it? Because I feel what you're saying. It's like sometimes we are meant to become known for what we want to be known for in a very unexpected way that we couldn't have planned. But then that opens up the doorway to what we truly want to be sharing. But it's really easy to become identified with that mudroom in between the actual doorway and where the people are trying to get in your world. Right, <laughs> completely. And that's why I've been getting the message line, like bring it back to basics. In the end, it's like I channeling, sharing the messages and doing that is just really, really important. And it's the and the feedback. So for example, on the podcast, it is like sharing the monthly energy forecast. So like, this is what's coming up for the month. This is where it this is where we're at. And people messaging from all around the world being like, Oh, my God, it's like you're talking to me. But also people getting their own intuitive hits of what that means for them and their own life, which then means that they're taking action on the things that they need through the energy that's been channeled. And like, that for me is so deeply power, like deeply powerful and transformative. And that's where I'm being like that guided towards because it just feels that that's, you know, that's always what the mission's been about. It's been about teaching and guiding people back to their intuition in that way versus it being the more traditional way that people see an intuitive teacher. I wonder if you've been rethinking intuition altogether and the reason why I ask is because that's been something that totally shifted in my experience this year as I've had some really profound spiritual journeys what I realize is that intuition from what I understand is not really a thing it's more of a tool for the divine to communicate to us but intuition is not something that exists within me it's just a human way of explaining something that is unexplainable I mean I just yeah I mean I feel like it's like any human word that we put try and label spirituality God source spirit universe whatever human label that we want to put on any of our work how do we quantify and how do we justify something that we don't can't grab hold of but we know is real and we know exists because it keeps showing up and so it's this yeah like how do we quantify any of it through human labels 
and it's 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 in us we are it and it's bigger than us so it's this kind of and we all have access to it so it's yeah it's wild I just think (laughs) there's just this whole big breakdown of of you know when people talk about oh I'm channeling this being and I'm channeling this entity or I'm working with this energy healing modality whether it's Reiki or oh I can't think of another one off the top of my head but in the end it's like it's all the same thing and do we why again we we human label we put human labels on it to contextualize it to make it feel real for us to make us feel connected to it which is great but for us also to realize that it's all one and the same thing yes in my moments of profound remembering when source is just present in my body around my body in my thoughts everywhere to me it's so clear what is true but then it's it's dropping back into the body and sitting down on my computer and doing my work. The question is, how can I, or at least the prompt I've been working with, there are so many ways that this can be expressed. I've realized in the past year that being direct is not what I'm called to do right now. I remember last time we spoke a year ago on a podcast that never aired and maybe will air one day when we're guided to air it. I was sitting and considering maybe I should just come out and say I'm a spiritual teacher. And I was sitting with it and I was sitting with it. And then I was like, no, that's not what I'm meant to do at this point in my life. And so for me, the question is, how can I have fun with the ways that source wants to come through my work because source is coming through everyone's work and there's so many unlimited ways to do it so might as well have fun along the way so that's kind of my way of approaching it I feel you a hundred percent the amount of messages that I give to people that it's like and that spirit universe god whatever word that you want to label this I've just stopped channeling through I yeah I don't even want to label it it's funny even in the book I've just put like an infinity sign because I didn't it didn't spirit didn't want to be called spirit in the book and I was like okay um but they um have fun have play like we're taking all this stuff so seriously whether it's like connecting to your gifts or if we're trying to develop something new we've forgotten this element of play and fun especially with everything right now that's happening in the collective that is making us feel like we're out of our power or we don't have freedom or we can't go and do what we normally do it's like okay that 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 stuff's happening but how can we bring back the play and the fun into the creativity because as you say that's going to bring you back into like who you are and what you're about and you're also shifting the energy like the energy in our energetic intuitive body is so powerful and when we are in our energetic self-sovereignty and we're moving the energy through our body and we're getting, we're removing everything that else is being um, that's taking us out of our power from the social media that we read, connect to the news, the conversations that we're having with friends, etc. All of that, you know, you're taking on the energy of that. And so when you're moving your body and being playful and being in your creative flow and practicing that energetic self-sovereignty, yeah, you're so much more connected to who you are and what you're about. And you will then feel like you're being more guided or feeling more synchronicitous because of that. What's making you... (laughs) 
but more so, more importantly, you feel happy and you feel joy and you feel love. And I think that that's in the end, it's like, why are we here on this planet? It's like, yes, we're here to learn, grow and evolve and, and shift and do the shadow work and do the healing. But in the end, we're also here just to love and have fun and, and play. Right. Would you rather be the most intuitive being on earth or would you rather be the most joyful human on earth? I'd love to be both. And that's where I'm bringing in. That's where I'm bringing it in to me in my life right now. It's like, I can channel all the time. Like I, I can be connected to, I can channel and I can be of service to whatever label you want to call it. And I can bring through the information, but not on human level also needs balance, fun and play. And then ironically, the more that she's doing that, the more I'll be connected and be able to channel anyway. So it's kind of full circle if you could stop doing whatever doesn't bring joy on social media and mm -hmm. only show up in ways that feel expansive what would you let go of right away <laughs> oh Kasani, you always ask the questions man i right now would be yeah, I think, yeah, sharing more messages, um, poetry, more visuals, more downloads of what's coming through on social media specifically. Yeah, there's some, I'm in this space where I'm reshaping, yeah, it's just reshaping what, what it all looks like and it's potent and I'm excited, I'm excited by it. I, I, don't, I can't share it all yet because I'm still in like sacred container mode with it. And hey, as we're talking about it being Mercury retrograde, I'm, I'm also waiting for Mercury retrograde to shift a little bit and end so I can really like, okay, I've been getting all these downside, these down mess, like downloads and messages. What does that feel like post this energy? So I don't rush or make big decisions but yeah that's that's how I would want to show up and yeah evolution nat 2.0 and I think I think it's also for me is not just how I show up on social media but how do I want to live my life like what does my life look like I'm that's really shifting on the exterior of being like you know I, I've been living in big cities and and now I'm living in the countryside and I always imagined that I would be with a certain partner but actually do, does that partner what does that look like and yeah I just I think I've been getting really clear on what I want outside of the work and I think that's really for me that's really important when I have basically thrown my energy into in the last four years into work and creating a brand and growing a business and creating a platform and writing a book and all the things now it's suddenly like oh, I got to find some balance out of side of this. I have to um, look at how I want to live my life in that joyful, fun play state so that it, I have more balance. You know, it's interesting when you spoke to what you want to be sharing more of on social media, what I heard is all the things you already are sharing and have been sharing since day one. And mm -hmm. the reason why I'm calling this out is because so many of us just want like the secret code of how to show up and what to share. But in reality, all these things externally fall into place when we have done the internal sacred container work of crystallizing our message and embodying the truth that wants to come through. Yeah, very much so. And also be it being 
yeah in true alignment of what we really want to share and how we want to show up and 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 being yeah and just trusting the process and trusting the healing and trusting the evolution of of who you are and and being prepared to let parts of you die like be prepared to let shit go be prepared to shut the door on things because that's also really important that we don't kind of keep energy bits open what are some of the practices that you find spaciousness and clarity in practices or delights or anything at all yeah right now I've been um, back horse riding so I'm horse riding a couple of times a week that's been giving me the most expansive connection to me fun play joy so yeah horse riding has been an absolute game changer um over the last four or five months so back horse riding again and really enjoying that spaciousness walking simple walks like it's just been that's been just amazing being out in nature um yeah moving my body has been is as always so so key um cooking food food in general um and the relationship to food in that way but yeah the horses have been a big thing alpacas when you say horses i can't stop thinking about alpacas you should come visit right i mean i'm in this space right now where i've always envisioned i've always envisioned like a ranch where i one day maybe hosting kind of um in-person retreats and stuff but yeah i'm just right now i'm in this space where i'm like i would love to be able to have yeah horses and and kind of yeah have that would be really really special forest horse life yeah yeah and I never thought I never saw that one coming and now I'm like that's what I'm really that would be really or that would yeah would be uh, very special I feel that there is something that's meant to come through you that I would have never known to ask the question for there's just I feel like we're all in this self-evolution of where we're at and where we're going and what we're calling in. And I know that you felt that expansive energy, Ksenia, when you moved out of New York and up to where you are now. And it's amazing how that shifts. And so, yeah, I'm in this open space to be like, okay, well, how, what's the next iteration? Like, what does that look like? So, yeah, I'm intrigued to see where it all goes. Honoring the transitions and not rushing it. That's such an important reminder. Thank you for that. Yeah, integration, integration. <laughs> we don't integrate enough. We just, we're done and then we move on to the next thing. We're done and we move on to the next thing versus being like, I actually need to honor the energy and honor my body that has just been through all of this and integrate the energy and the learnings and the practices and what's been coming up, you know, shadow, light, all the things through and, and integrate. My friend, Jasmine Jenkins, who has been on this podcast, um, she's a grief guide. And what you're talking to makes me think about her because she channeled this uh, system that helps move through grieving, whether that's a project, a book, a relationship, or a chapter in life. And it's four simple invitations. It's pause, breathe, feel, and heal. And it sounds so simple, but recently my grandmother passed away. And I sat down with those four invitations at my altar to honor her transition. And the energies that came down and through were just enormous. So I think what you're speaking to is just such an important 
reminder to us all to take those sacred pauses and to honor what was and to honor what is and to make space for what's meant to come. Yeah, big time. We're we're grieving as a collective right now. We're grieving the old. And as we, we're stepping into this new phase and this transformation of our collective that's underway over the next yeah, five, six years, there is we're grieving and our body is realizing that, you know, we ain't going back. We're only going forward and that feels unsettling and we're we're grieving for ourselves on an individual level and we're grieving the collective as as well of what's what's coming up. So yeah, this the the notion of grieving and how we navigate the grieving and being okay with being in that energy is, is it's important right now. I have a feeling many beautiful things will come out come out of it, both on an individual but also on a collective level. Yeah, massively. Yeah, things have to change. We're being we're being shown. We're being shown that we can't. It isn't sustainable on all levels, and we're being asked to evolve and grow and and shift and adapt and. You know, there's going to be some struggles around that as power energies and power dynamics like to, you know, hold on to their power. But hey, we we got to change. Cheers to that. Matt, is there anything else that I didn't ask you about that you feel called to share? Oh my God, no, you've asked me so many amazing questions. I'm like, Ksenia always like gets to the core of everything. It's like all the stuff you don't want to talk about, you end up talking about with Ksenia. <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. You always just cut straight. You intuitively like, yeah, I know the question that I'm going to go in and ask. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, no, you've asked some awesome questions. And um, and I just feel like, yeah, for anyone that is going through this identity shift, just be kind to yourself and allow yourself to bring up all the emotions of grieving and crying and, and step you know, and when you're ready to step back into play and fun and creativity and, and even it's funny, this came up and being our told to share. Sometimes we think we need to wait to be creative until we're in a better space mentally or physically, or we're feeling better to create because we don't feel like we're ready to create. But actually sometimes the magic comes through when we are in those spaces of grieving or feeling low. So if someone's like, oh, I'm going to wait until I feel better to create just start if it feels good because you know the magic that will come through in this uh, moment is really powerful yes yes affirming all of that that what's the best way for people to connect with your work and witness the evolution that's happening yeah um instagram i'm at i am natalie miles my website natalie-miles.com um podcast so you think you're intuitive um, and I have my new The Doorway Activations, which are going to be a really big part of my work. Um, you can find more about them on, yeah, all those websites, Instagram, all that jazz as well. Amazing. Thank you so much, Natalie. Wishing you an expansive integration and say hi to those horses for me. I will. I will. Thank you, lovely. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and a review on iTunes and share it with a friend who you think could benefit from the message. Find all the show notes and all the resources on WokenWire.com 
and say hello on Instagram. Find me at woke and wired. Stay woke, stay wired, and take three deep breaths right now. <laughs>